Welcome to Simple Theology, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life. I'm Robert Kane. And I'm Rick Gromlich. You are Rick Gromlich. And today, and today, we're jumping into some more topics woo. to connect to everyday life. You can't or, handle sorry, the topics. Everyday life topics think to theology. We're That's still getting right. used to this thing. New, new year, new podcast but themes. But hey, not going to share the movies lines. that we're getting into. But we're yeah. talking about several shows, several movies, the Mount Rushmore that we have for each of them. And, and some, who's on Mount Rushmore, literally. We do get into that. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to... You're going to be part of this? So, so, no, we get into it. It's great. You're going to you're gonna love it. Uh, you're going to hear some of my favorite shows and movies, some of Rob's. Um, and we're going to kind of connect those to the Christian themes that we see. So, Welcome back. It feels like it's been a couple weeks. It, it feels like it's been a couple weeks, when in reality, <laughs> it's, it's only been a few minutes <laughs> for us. <laughs> but let's yeah. a couple weeks for you. Yes. Yeah. So, so here we are. We're here. back. Back in the saddle. Back in the studio. Back in the studio. Hopefully, y'all have consumed the first of the new of the new format. The new format of simple theology, and you liked it. I mean, if you're if back, if you didn't like it, you're probably not here. Sorry, um, <laughs> but we're, we're we're back here to tackle some much much more serious topics. Much more serious. Um, but before we get to that, we were, last episode we were talking about some New Year's resolutions and yeah. that kind of thing. Rob, this isn't a resolution, but you have shared some significant weight loss for no, yourself. I haven't. Um, if you don't know Rob personally, you know, um, he is a very fit and trim person. That is very generous to say. he has been working out. That's the, not true. been putting some hours in the gymnasium. That's, that is true. <laughs> I've been putting time in the gymnasium. I've been... Okay, so here's the thing. i got <laughs> been gaining weight, actually. Thanks, Rick. Since having Lennon. I think I've gained... Oh shucks! Stop. No, 10, if you say it, okay, see there, everyone, everyone listening, collective. Oh my gosh, are no, you serious? That's not true. Yeah, it is. That's not There's true. like one percent of the population is like, wow, Rob, you put on uh, you put on 10, 12 pounds as an adult with your second <laughs> child. Wow, how dare you? Everyone else? Oh please, Rob, shut up. Nah. Well, anyways, I d- decided. Um, <laughs> new year, new you. Well, yeah, and here's the, here's part of it is that is it for yourself? <laughs> that's right. The. Um, my Christmas gift from Danielle was an Apple Watch. Yes. And we typically give each other gifts early. And she really July. wanted this, this KitchenAid mixer. That's right. And she's like, look, if I get the KitchenAid mixer early, I can make Christ- Christmas, Christmas pastries yeah. and cookies and whatnot. Like, so you can have your Apple Watch early. I like, didn't get any okay, that's cool. pastries or cookies. Take it up with Danielle. Do you think it's ironic that she's going to make pastries and what you got was a Apple product? Ooh. Mm. And apple's not a pastry. So, anyways, <laughs> I get this thing, and it tracks your activity, your physical activity. Yeah. Are you walking? Mm-hmm. Are you burning right, calories? Right. And I got this early December, and it probably wasn't until late December until I finally closed all three of my rings, which I don't have. So, okay, which, I, I did not know about this either. Okay, the three rings. The three rings are of your the move apocalypse. goal. How many? Yeah, that's right. How how much? How many calories you're burning? Your exercise goal. How many minutes of exercise? My goal is okay. twenty minutes. Okay. 20 minutes is extra a day. And not, that's, not a big that's, goal. And that's a heart rate at a certain rate for 20 minutes? Is that what that is? Uh, it can just kind of, I, I guess, I don't know. Okay. Like you're just supposed to be moving around. You're and, intentional to be exercising for yeah, 20 Yeah, exactly. Okay. And the last one is your stand goal. So that one's the easiest. It says stand um, every hour, basically. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, 
You do that at without the hour. even thinking. Yeah, exactly. And so it took me like three weeks to close all three three rings, and these are not lofty goals. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, man, doggone it. I am not moving around like I should. Did and you When you did that, though, when you closed your rings, did, yeah, that, you know how, did, did that make you, you know, Lord, Lord, Lord of the Rings? Oh, <laughs> that's a good transition that you should have waited for. Anyways, the... I was trying to force it, but I didn't work. The, <laughs> the, uh, the day that I closed it was when I went... Mind you, I didn't work out. I went and checked out the rec center to see if I wanted to get a membership. And so they gave me a tour, and I was walking around this thing. And then at the end of the day, I closed the rings. I'm like, well, there it is. Don't need to pay for the membership. Didn't even work out there. And I Take a tour. Them. That's right. And so... So you've been in the gym. I've been going there, and I have not yet utilized the gym equipment mm. i've just gone there to shoot hoops like an old man which hey. by the way old men at the rec center are that's another topic for another episode. just fantastic <laughs> i was in the rec center yesterday and the conversation and i got looped into it okay All by right. god's grace yeah i got looped into this thing and it's in the locker room and were, were they clothed <laughs> that's what it's getting ready to because yeah. i've been like, in some Gym well, locker rooms with old men. They there, don't care. There's like <laughs> age? a correlation between the the greater your age, the greater confidence you have in being naked in front of other men. And the greater effect that gravity has on your body. <laughs> These guys are just chatting up. One dude's butt naked taking this time to get dressed. He's having this conversation. <laughs> and I get looped into it. And I'm just like... This is this is the rec center experience. This is this is what I paid for. Eyes up here. <laughs> this is what I paid for. <laughs> and so, all that to say, yeah, yeah uh, resolutions. I have been and you've moving been losing, around more. You've been losing some weight. I I think so. When we when we were at the New Year's thing, yeah. I had lost like seven pounds. Yeah, I've gained it. <laughs> Back up. Last time I checked, I was like 195 or 196, which I was 185 before. Okay. Right around when Lennon was born. And so for me, it'd be like one. I got up to 199. You want to hit that again? Is that what you want? 185? Is that what you're shooting for? That would be ideal. Yeah. Um, If I could stay my current way, 195, and it just be more muscle, then that would be great. But I know that I'm not working out enough for that to be (laughs) muscle. I understand that. So. Hey, that's good to know. Yeah. 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 So you are. uh, you're not Lord of the Rings with your Apple Watch. No, yet. no, no. I'm but you're not. heading there. I'm, I'm trying to head there. Which, good transition, good timing. Now, today, so what we've been doing, just the new format for those who didn't listen to the last episode, is since the beginning we've said yeah. we're connecting theology to everyday life. Yeah. And we started off by looking at doctrines, connecting those to everyday life. Then we looked at various aspects, whether right. that be a doctrine, whether that be um, a book of the Bibles. We're going through mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that to everyday life. And now we are looking at everyday life and connecting theology to that. Yes. So how does this thing in everyday life, whatever the topic is... Are we doing that like is, hipster, like let's redeem everything kind of a thing? No. So, so yeah, no. Okay, good. Uh-uh. All right, keep going. TGC kind of thing. <laughs> let's find this to redeem. Here are nine reasons why Harry Potter is the gospel. And <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, I appreciate like the sentiment there. Yeah. Like there are... Th- we're going to talk about movies today. Yeah, that's, I mean, right? that's on the docket is... And we're going to talk about, like, how some of these connect. Um, But as far as, like, there is this, like, I just think there's some things, like, no, I mean, you could strain and do, like, 
bend around backwards to find something redeemable. But let's just call it garbage and throw it away and move on. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Exactly. So we'll talk about these things in whatever topic we have. We will try to connect a, a Christian worldview yeah. to it. So we said that from if you have one end of the spectrum, The Happy Rant, which right. is a great podcast you should listen mm-hmm. to, very funny. And the other end of the spectrum, The Briefing, more of a... Not uh, sober. funny. I mean, it's not meant to be funny. There, I'm going to throw some humor in there. Oh, um, but it's taking world news and events you you know, from a Christian a, worldview. If you had a boy, would you name name him Al? As a shortened version of Albert? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And so we're probably somewhere in the middle there. That's right. That's not right. as funny as the Happy Rant guys. Um, not as smart as Al Mm-hmm. So take that for what it is. Take that for what it is. Yeah. So today, throwing some topics out there. Yes. And they're related, but let's start mm-hmm. with shows. Shows, okay. I want to know okay. your favorite shows. Okay. So uh, I was listening to another podcast and used the term Mount Rushmore of shows. Oh, I want to know what's on your Mount Rushmore. My okay. And I so, want to know why. I want to. I want to. Because Rob knows this about me. He he is quick to point it out. A thing that I think makes him chuckle, but frustrates him as well. Probably most people in my life. I caveat. Everything. Oh, I do the same thing. If you so, listen to the last episode, how many times did I caveat? Probably 23 right. times. So here's what I'm going to say. Rob asked me a direct question. I'm going to caveat it. Caveat. So here's the thing. I, this is a reflective thing about myself, right? I don't think people would necessarily agree with this, but I tend to think that I am on the more boring side of personalities. Uh, I think I'm extroverted i enjoy having fun love laughing with people i want to get together i want to laugh about a lot of things and i want to ask a lot of deep questions right want to both those things are a blast but i'm not like man i'm up on i mean i've been to the, the movie theaters twice my wife and i since we've been married like we're not moviegoers we're probably not that much more we we don't watch like we're just not up on current things yeah and so i feel like i, I have a hard time i'm getting better at sports uh, which has been fun, more NFL than college, but um, also when you go to Georgia, and this is that, multiple weeks after. Yeah, way to go, Georgia. That was I only watched half go dogs. of it, and it was good. Um, anyway, so go anyone, so here's Alabama. here's I say that like no one's gonna be like, wow, this guy's really sophisticated with his his shows and all mm-hmm. this stuff because they're usually old, right? And kind of cheesy. So here's here's three. All okay, right. so so hold on, hold on. Before we even go there, I want to know what's on your Mount Rushmore, yeah, uh, and then that's, that's what I was going to answer. Exactly, but then you I want all, me to go there. <laughs> I do want you to go there, but I'm after, gonna go there. after that, yeah, I, I want you to also be thinking, what are shows that <laughs> you would like to to watch? Okay, so so maybe one or two. Okay, Might so, not he, be as okay much. so here's here's the Mount because Rushmore because you've heard now. about it. You're right. Like that. So go ahead, Mount Rushmore. In. <sighs> In order from when they aired, the Andy Griffith Show. Okay. Um, do you mean explain yeah, why? Yeah, I want, I want yeah, you yeah. to riff. Okay, so, so here's the thing. Andy Griffith, right? First of all, I probably outside of, well, I don't know. Depends on like the metrics. Not the matrix. The metrics mm. could be the most watched TV show ever. And I don't know if I've ever watched it. Maybe once. <sighs> wow. And we're this good of friends. Believe it. Wow. Okay, so Andy Griffith... Um, one of the reasons most watches has been around forever. Um, started in the early 60s, right? So most watched, it's clean, and it's pretty funny if, you have, if you're up for like kind of a, a goofy sense of humor. Um, there's a sense that I, that I, of nostalgia, right? And Mayberry, things are simple. It's a I better, it's a time of like just, 
Now, here, it's a, it's a, there's a nostalgia to it. I, I do want to say, listen, this is the South in the 60s. It's only nostalgic if you're white. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's valid. Like, it's not nostalgic for, for if you're if any other race or ethnicity, because you were not treated well mm-hmm. in the South then. Um, generally, I don't want to make a whole blank yeah, but generally, right? So, you got to understand that with the Indian Griffith show. Like, it's, but it's nostalgic. It's, um, there's just a simplicity to it. People are trying to just do life. I appreciate that. It's interesting. You see, like, their interactions as just cultural Christians. Everyone goes to church. Mm. They go to this minister, that minister, you know. But there's no, like, any kind of devotion in their life. They're just good people, right? Which yeah. means they're not good people. They're mm-hmm. just, they're well-behaved people. Um, but, yeah, so that would be one, the end of the show, right? The next one, which aired a couple decades later, but several decades ago, is Cheers, Right, so Cheers is. Uh, if you have not watched Cheers, have you, have you taken in Cheers? Not the whole thing. Right, I've seen several episodes. So I, the whole thing. And I, to be honest, fair, I haven't seen all seasons. Yeah. I watched the first, um, I don't know, four seasons, and then maybe like the very last season. Yeah. Um, so here's the premise: This is a bar in Boston that is owned by a former Major League Baseball player, Sam. Right, Sam, who doesn't drink. He was an alcoholic. Bought a bar, sobered up, doesn't Seems drink like anymore. A good idea. Right, exactly. There is like one season or episode where he falls off the wagon. Anyway, gets sober again. The thing about Cheers, there is a, a sense of camaraderie and fellowship hmm. that happens in this show at this bar. Um, and I just love the idea of like a, a coffee shop or a place where people gather regularly. And everyone knows their name. Everyone knows your right? name. Ba-ba-ba-ba. And and even yeah, even like the the intro. There's just talk about how like making your way in the world today takes everything you got, right? You just want to go somewhere where you can kind of relax. You want people who are gonna kind of come around you, like hey, how you doing? How you know? And just kind of even though life sometimes um, is hard, or dare I say the word that we wouldn't say in a sermon sucks, hmm. right? You go there and people are just like. Man, just have a drink, and and this is where it's difficult because bars, people usually go to bars for one reason, and that's to get drunk, right? I, w- I mean, historically, many people, many people. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good caveat, right? Many people, not most people. Yeah, I don't go there to get drunk. I don't really don't go to a bar, but uh, there's a lot of people who, who don't. But that's there's that's a, what uh, a, that's happening a lot. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's a very for sure main thing happening there. Exactly, but. That aside, there's just camaraderie. It's just a, a picture of people like grinding through life, mm-hmm. but they're doing it with relationships. So, yeah. so people's issues are coming in, you know. But like the whole thing, I mean, ninety five percent of the show is on the same set. Yeah. It's the bar, yeah, right. The bar and and the office that's yeah. attached to the bar. So it's yeah. Those are those are the riffs with with Cheers. Just it's a super nostalgic. People coming there. People know your name. People aren't like sitting around like on their phones. They're not. You know, they're talking to people. They're sharing life. So, Cheers. All right, last one. I know this is getting long, but no, you're fine. Downton Abbey, probably. All right. So Downton Abbey, um, and and here's the the, the Andy Griffith and Cheers. I'm not a fan of binge watching, but I could watch multiple episodes probably through many times. Down, I don't know if I could watch it through many times or quickly, but there is um, there's a richness of the period and the people. And I don't mean like like wealth wise. I mean like there's just um, 
it's a rich. There's there's much to take in. There's a lot to look at and to to just um, visually feast your eyes on. Yeah. And then there's depth of personality and there's life happening. So Downton Abbey, um, super fun. A uh, lot there to, going on. So yeah, I mean, I, I think when I watch Downton, I feel kind of transported there. Yeah. And even if I am, whether I'm upper, what's the term? Um, um, above or whether you use the term, you know, upper, not, oh. not the upper house or low house, but that's... Um, Oh, I know what you're talking uh, about. It's blanking. I'm blanking right now. What is it? What is that term? Oh, come on. Where they separate, like, the class. Yeah, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. So anyway, even if you're, like, in the servant class, there is there is a, a simplicity, a a cleanness to it, a um, just a dignity, in a sense, to the work and to the labor. Like, I, I'll do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's not like you have to just... I just see myself being the rich, like you know, Lord of the land or whatever, but there's just, it's, it's pleasing. So Downton Abbey. Um, and as a side note, yeah, there's a new show, season two just came out, All Creatures Great and Small. Um, it's about the, uh, it's off based off the, the, the books by James Harriet about a, a vet in um, England, or not England, uh, maybe England, Yorkshire, Dale area yeah. of, I know someone's probably said that I got that wrong, but somewhere in the United Kingdom in Britain. Okay. It's been it's in the British portion. Uh, but anyway, it's fun, very, again, very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, yeah. It's, very, it's pretty wholesome. Watch it with the family. So, so yeah, anyway. So what, what is it about those shows then? The, which ones? The three that you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. On your Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. That make, like, what is it about them, aside from just, like, the aesthetics? So, like, bringing this back theologically, yes, yeah. right? That's where I'm getting at. Yep. Is what is it about them that you feel like strikes a chord with you and obviously others because those shows were, were popular shows. Yeah. So I think with... One of them's on my list. Okay. But keep going. Can I guess? <laughs> um, so I think that there's this balance between... Well, in all of them, there's this way that you want life to be. Yeah. Right? There is... A, you're watching life fold out for people in a way that you want kind of your life to fold out. Mm-hmm. Not that all the problems in each, I mean, each show, you think about like the specific issues or things going on, you're like, I don't, I don't want those problems. You have your own problems. But there's something about the way that they're living yeah. or the community in which they're living or just the, the dignity and the way that they're working. You're like, man, I, I want that. I want to be like that. I, I want to be kind and, and gentle and, 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 and um, patient with people. Andy Griffith, right? Yeah, just yeah. You're, you're valuing the person in front of you. Or I want to be a play, someone where people come, like they just feel encouraged. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to agree on everything, but but they know like, man, I'm going to hear what you got going on and I'm just going to encourage you. My presence is is a source of encouragement for people. Or, you know, I think a place where you you want there to be just um, dignity brought back to the, the simplicity of the everyday things of life. That's what I think Downton does in a sense. Like, whether people realize it or not, it's a show. I get all that, but there's a dignity. Like people polished everything in the house because yeah. it it should be to the standard. And I get you can get weird with all that stuff, but there's a there's just dignity brought to menial tasks again, and like that's one of the ways I think. Man, just it attracts us to that. that we, we want to live in such a way. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And so, so it's just likewise, I think there's like we know that the way that we're living, the things that we're doing are not 
they're broken. They're not always fulfilling, and we want we see some kind of uh, hope in the way other people are living. We want, and we we kind of long for that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I um, so I would totally agree with Downton Abbey. That's online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll just throw that out there. Really, <clears throat> right now. Yeah, love Downton Abbey. Um, and the uh, I, I think part of the reason, in addition to what to what you're saying, is that brings me joy with it yeah. is just the slowness yeah like I, yeah. I mentioned this on another episode mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. in order to get in touch with somebody yeah. you had to sit down write out a letter yeah and then you had to mail it yeah you had to wait a few days for them to get it and then presuming they get it and they write you back you gotta wait a few more days it might be a week before you get a reply right whereas now we have cell phones yeah. and don't get me wrong a lot of value a lot like right. it's very right. helpful yeah. but you can get a reply mm. in 30 seconds yeah and so, and you almost expect a reply within yeah. ten minutes. Yes, yes, like yes, it's yes. been ten minutes. Why? Why haven't they like responded? And so everything yeah. moves so fast yeah. because you're getting responses to things a lot quicker, and yeah. so therefore people expect responses quicker, and therefore yeah. things happen quicker. And the idea of just saying, "Hey, this, we're not going to get this resolved for a few days. Right? I'll write the person, and we'll wait to to yeah. find out." Now, I mean, then you start thinking about. Well, the healthcare at that point as well, right. and oh, like absolutely, all, like all that stuff, sure, yeah, all that stuff. But just the slowness is something that um, I long for in a lot of ways, and a lot of that is because I. One of the things that I wrestle with, bringing it to a theological point, mm-hmm. is yeah, I just wrestle with rest. I, I have a tough time resting the way that I should, and part of that is the season that we're in: young yeah. kids, yeah. church plant, and working full time outside of the church plant, like doing this podcast, like all. There's a lot yeah. of stuff, yeah, and so it's easy for me to have those moments of rest and think, oh, I could get that done. I can get something else done and, and I can, I won't have to do it later. And so that for me is tough. Um, but I, so this is something that I've said before is that I love flying in planes. Mm, yeah. Right. My favorite flight that yeah. I ever went on was yeah. the one from LA to Sydney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this long 16 hour flight. Yeah. Because it was 16 hours where I just had to rest. Yeah. Watch a movie, take yeah. a nap, read, whatever. Like, can't I, do work. I was on that flight with you. And I'll just say, I remember you sleeping most of that flight. I think I slept seven hours. And I was just like, are you serious? Yeah. He's sleeping. I, I, I sleep. I don't almost don't sleep on planes. Like very, very limited or rare if it happens. I think I slept seven hours yeah. on that flight, and and dude, it's not like I didn't sleep the night before. You're right. Like I yeah. I got I got sleep, and I, was I got some more sleep. Like it was, I was great. Proud of me for that. Um, speaking of L.A. to Sydney, next one on my list, Lost. Okay, dude, love. Never seen it. Oh, you've got to see it. I've gone through it. That's so you rewatched? Yeah, I think I think I've I think I've gone through it three times. Okay. Yeah. Wow. How many seasons? Six. Okay, that's now, that's a now, commitment. This was also before before the pre-COVID. Current, yeah. Well, yeah, this is before the current. <laughs> yeah, you won't see any masks. <laughs> they don't social distance at all on that island. <laughs> Savages. <laughs> Got their booster. <laughs> Got their fourth booster shot. And so the um, this was during a time when yes. seasons would last like twenty episodes. Yeah. And they they would be like forty minutes they long. Were yeah. And so now you get a season of Stranger Things, yeah. and it's like eight episodes. Right. 
on Netflix. And it's like, oh, golly, eight episodes. Have you seen Stranger Things? Yeah, yeah. Is it good? It's great. Tremendous. Okay. Um, is it strange? It is strange. Okay, cool. And so, yeah, Lost, in my mind, yeah. does such a great job of playing with the idea of things aren't what they seem to be. Mm. And these people crash on an island. So like the Twilight Zone. Ish. Okay. And they crash on this island and they're like, okay, it's a tropical island. And then shortly after, there's a polar bear. And there's oh, like this wow. black smoke that is moving around and it's killing people. This and is so Hunger Games. It's, just, it's very weird, not what yeah. you would expect. Yeah. And it brings a lot of Christian imagery. So the main character, his name is Jack Shepard. Mm. He leads. He shepherds the, the people. Exactly. His father is named Christian Shepherd, and his uh, like kind of the guy who ends up playing against him, so to speak. Yeah. And one of the guys, his name is John Locke, and so kind of gets some like John Locke philosophy from this yeah, character. Yeah. Another guy who plays against him is Sawyer, and so his name Tom. Uh, I actually can't remember what his first is name he is. Like Tom Sawyer, is that what you're saying, or is he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's what, okay. what it's based off of. Um, another girl's name is Kate Austin. And so based off like some characters, I believe, from like the Jane Austen type. Okay. So yeah. it's like you, yeah. they intentionally name characters certain things. Yes. Um, so what is that called? So similar to like Pilgrim's Progress. What's it called when they do that? Allegory. Yeah. And so it, it's allegorical mm-hmm. in a sense. And... It brings a lot of Christian imagery in, yeah. especially at the end. Um, well, I should I should caveat that just spiritual imagery. Yes, um, the whole thing has a lot to do with like Roman Catholic understanding of things. So it's okay. certainly Lots don't of base, purgatory. Yeah, don't base your your theology on it. Is is that the premise? Is the island is purgatory. I think so. Okay. Um, so the the way they ended the show, and spoiler alert, guys, you've had plenty of time to watch it. I have not watched it. Well, here this isn't. It's spoil and it's not because the way they ended the show was they the writers said that they wanted people to be talking about the ending for years to come and still debating and that has taken place they accomplished that yeah and i would if someone said i wanted to watch it um like tomorrow i'd be like yep let's let's watch it and like not saying that we should watch it but i'm just saying great show highly recommend you should look into it all right um that's one no that was number two Number, yeah, number one was down. down. Yep. Okay, sorry. Yes, two. And then number three, and there are other, like, even Stranger Things. Like, th- that, it's tough to keep that one off. That's a great show. It's just, it's not finished. So, therefore, I have a tough time. It's not complete. I have a tough time putting right, it on right, there. Right. And so, um, the next one, Seinfeld. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, Interesting. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Seinfeld, I, I think Seinfeld has one of the greatest characters in all of television, and it's yeah. not Jerry. He's great. It's Elaine. Kramer. <laughs> Kramer's hysterical, man. He, okay. is, he is so unique. Have we talked about this before? I'm not sure. Okay. What are we about you to talk finish about? Your, you finish your thought. Your, so your premise. You, you recognize it. that so many of these shows get modeled mm-hmm. after Seinfeld. Yeah. And Seinfeld may have taken it from Someone another else. show. Yeah. But Seinfeld is truly a show about nothing. Yep. And so this idea of right. we can make a show based off of the everyday life yeah. of these four individuals. Mm-hmm. And they do. Yeah. 
and you start to see like this kind of playbook yes taking place in friends taking place in high mature mother taking place in new girl like taking place in these various different yeah. spheres or different kinds of shows and all those shows i just mentioned are successful shows yeah and they're tremendous but they get a lot from mm. seinfeld and kramer that kind of goofy character yeah. so like in friends it's joey in see that's interesting yeah in high much mother it's marshall in new girl it's schmidt and so like you see this kind of character is is pivotal to the show but kramer yeah. in my mind is the og and he yeah. is hysterical I now agree i i talk about seinfeld because it's similar to what you're talking about with cheaters mm -hmm. in that you just want to be known yeah like this show is not about them climbing the corporate ladder it's not about them making it in new york and again, spoiler, the show ends with them in a jail cell together and they just continue their conversation as is. Like they don't need anybody else. Right. And we have a desire for community. Yes. And ultimately the Lord's designed that for us to get that itch scratched within right. the local church. Right. That you should be known and you should know the people that you are gathering with on a weekly basis. The people who are whatever you're going through like yeah brother that's tough yes yes sister like let's yeah. pray about that let's point yeah. each other back to the gospel and we see what you don't see in seinfeld you do not see that in seinfeld but it it scratches an itch for people yeah because they long for that yeah we long for that i, I think that one of the things that's interesting about seinfeld um is the perseverance of the relationships yeah so that's something that that's good we don't see often like again People are longing for people around them that they can be themselves. They're yeah. gonna be quirky. They're gonna be. They're gonna be snooty. They're gonna be kind of. In one moment they're like prideful and I'm this great person. Next moment they're like thinking you know their life's over and. Um, but but your friends are still there. Yeah. Right. They're not gonna burn you. Know, they're those kinds of things. So I think that you see that in TV shows, but you see it really well in Seinfeld. But to, what you're saying about the Kramer thing, what I was gonna say is, so I. I have not watched. I don't. I'm not a big TV watcher. Uh, but when COVID hit, everything shut down. I did watch The Office yeah. and Parks and Rec. Those two were my next ones, but they were tied. Sorry, I don't have. So, so just quick comment on those. I know you're, we'll get into those. No, no, no. Oh, I, yeah, those are those are four and five. three. Those yeah. were the next ones. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing: Andy Dwyer mm -hmm. and Michael Scott. Right. Yeah. Those are both Kramer s characters. Um, in Friends, which I've only seen a few episodes, um, not a big fan of Friends personally but there's the one lady who's kind of crazy phoebe maybe yeah yeah maybe that that's who i thought you were gonna say with the kramer perspective mm, yeah i was just thinking um, the goofy the goofy joey's kind of the goofy. yeah, yeah, yeah phoebe could be like she the female be. version yeah. of that yeah there you go um so anyway so with that the thing about but seinfeld and from the the, the what i have seen about friends I don't know New Girl or whatever the other thing you said. Hi, about your mother. I don't know those yeah. ones at all. But there's this, like, in secular sitcoms, the theme is the same. Who have you Who have you slept with? Yeah. Um, who got fired? Who got hired? And what drama is happening with your family? Yeah. It's, it's like the same, yeah. ex same exact formula. And it's kind of annoying. In some ways, I mean, but that's like a lot of people's life. I mean, if yeah. you're not, if you're not a Christian, like, what are you living for? You're living for success, or just you're either on like I'm gonna go somewhere with my life and I'm climbing this ladder, or you're like I'm just man, I'm just getting day to day. Yeah, right. That's kind of two ends of the spectrum. You're probably doing one or the other, mm -hmm. and even within that, you're okay. How am I 
satisfying my needs or my desires and then how, you know, and so you see how that plays out. But it's an interesting idea that we we don't watch shows that, I mean, I don't watch shows. I don't, again, I don't know, but I don't think, I can't think of any show that has just like one character in it. Mm-hmm. Like we're all longing for like to see community and relationships played out. Yeah. That tell yeah. a story of purpose and meaning and some kind of hope. So true. So anyway, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so true. Um, okay, so give me, did maybe, so they can be either your favorites or just ones you've recently enjoyed. But just give me some some movies mm. that are either on your all time Mount Rushmore yeah, or just yeah, recently yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mount yeah. Rushmore. So so here's here's three movies, um, and yeah, they're somewhere in like Mount Rushmore or just favorites yeah. somewhere in there. First movie, Last of the Mohicans. Okay. You love right. that movie, man. Love the movie. Oh, my Based goodness. on the book by James Fenmore Cooper about um, the Mohican tribe and them getting pretty much decimated and the, I think, French and Indian War. So explain to me why um, you love that movie. Okay. Like so it seems so, like so, a strange thing to, to love watching. Have you seen it? I maybe once. Okay, well... But like, you, watching a people group get decimated, I would... It well, seems you strange you to say, watch that. I love, like, no, I love but that see, movie. That's what, that's, that was the movie's not about, though. <laughs> okay, okay. It's about the, the, the last... I mean, it's about a lot of things, but in the movie, you see the last two Mohicans. Okay. Well, really, the last one. And then, anyway, I'm not going to give it away. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. The Mohicans <laughs> aren't really here one. anymore. <laughs> um, but no, so, so in the movie, the main character, his name's uh, Nathaniel... Um, Bumpo, Bumpo, something like that, right? And he, he's a white man or an Anglo who's been raised with the Mohicans. And he, um, like, the movie's about him, like, rescuing these two daughters who belong to a British colonel and getting them there, then delivering these kind of frontier pioneers from the French and all, all these things, right? There's okay. a lot happening. It's an action yeah. movie it's yeah. from the 90s, early 90s. Um, it's got Daniel Day Lewis in it. Oh yeah, and um, no, I heard he retired from acting. The guy from uh, who's that other guy? Maybe he's not from Star Trek, but it's got a guy with a strong Scottish accent. I can't think of his name. Um, anyway, so here's why I, I wrote this out. It's quick, like bullet points. Why I love this movie, right? Is you see just the grittiness, and I don't mean like dirt. I mean like like the tough perseverance yeah. of these people one as, as native americans but uh to just in this picture of this guy who's going through this story like he he has a such a clear focus on what he's doing and and his convictions i mean he's bold in his convictions but he's also like humble he's not like throwing himself around like i'm this guy and he's just like he knows who he is and he knows what he wants and he's trying to serve and protect other people and he's just gritty like he's gonna get it done Right and not like get it done like, um, uh, uh, what's his name in the movie the Die Hard movies you know that's like that's a different kind of credit like this yeah. is this is the kind of person you want to emulate some in some sense there's humility this conviction this character so I just appreciate that there's there's a wonderful just kind of love story romance in the story great loss um, sadness so you you go through all the emotions so it's not just a like an action thriller, but it has substance, um, and you see someone really people who who persevered and who went through such hardship, and then kept going. Yeah. So that's why I love Last of the Mohicans. Um, yep. It's also just 
I love the Appalachian area. Yeah. The the geographical area of that, and so I just the scenery and all that's beautiful. So it's got that that theme of just faithfulness and endurance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going through Mark 13, um, and one of the things that Jesus says early, I think, believe it's early on in Mark 13, but but he says, "Be on guard." And then mm-hmm. he says, "Endure to the end." Yeah. And so, like that idea of enduring despite. Yeah. The persecution that's around yeah. is is very much so like uh, something we enjoy seeing in other people right. because we know that it's what we're called to. Mm-hmm. Christian, non-Christian, like yeah, we're we know intrinsically we're called to endure, right? Whether or not you submit to the understanding that that call is from Christ to and to be faithful to Him, or whether you're trying to be faithful to some idol, like we exactly. enjoy seeing that. And and I think that there's an element of. Um, he he's clear on his convictions and what he's doing, and so he's not like being tossed by every wind of doctrine. He's yeah, not being yeah. swayed by these things. Like he, he's, there's fortitude, there's conviction, there's boldness mixed with humility. So um, yeah, appreciate that movie. So that's up there. Okay, last of the Mohicans. Last of the Mohicans. Um, next one is is an older movie, a historical movie, uh, based on a true story called the Great the Great Escape. Grew up watching this movie. I don't know if I've watched a movie more like than this movie. Really? I've watched this movie so many times. Wow. Um, phenomenal story about POWs in a, in a excuse me, high uh, security Nazi prisoner of war camp. Right. So these are these are um, military men from um, all the Allied forces who get held captive in this new camp, and they uh, begin to devise a plan for escape. And they dig three tunnels to escape from, right? And um, over the course of three years, right? Now, spoiler alert, this is historical stuff, right? Yeah. So just go watch the movie. Phenomenal movie. Great cast. I mean, this has um, – it's got Steve McQueen. It's got Charles Bronson. It's got James Garner. It's got um, – oh, I can't think of the other guy's name. Lots of actors. It's got um, – oh, Who's the guy from uh, Jurassic Park? The old, the old. Oh guy. yes, I know who you're talking about. Um, sir, somebody. He's a British guy. Oh, British guy. Yeah, the the, the old guy, the doctor. Oh, the guy who's got um, the mosquito in the it, cane. Yeah, what is his name? Oh, I have no idea. He's in it. He's much younger. Um, lots of famous guys, right? And it's just a wonderful story of, again, of guys who are persevering. There, yep. There's a gritness to them. They, they have a plan, but they're, they're prisoners, right? Everything, they're dehumanized. Everything's been stripped away from them. And it doesn't depict like the the same thing as like uh, what's going on in the in the concentration camps, right? This is a POW camp. And so it doesn't depict like the dark starvation and things that we now know was very evident there. So anyway, so the way that it plays out, three years digging tunnels, one of the guys named Danny, he's the tunnel king. He hates tunnels. He was locked in a closet as a kid by his dad. He's, I mean, just complete phobia of him. But he, like, buries that down, metaphorically, to go dig and get become free. Wow. And just everyone's, like, doing their part to try to pull this thing off. One tunnel gets discovered. They end up going out. The tunnel's too short. And, um, you know, out of all the people that got out, the majority of them were captured and killed. And yet, um, some got out. Some some made it and, and escaped. And there's a there's a line at the very end of the movie 
where um, the main character, who's the guy from Jurassic Park, says to his uh, another guy, he says, you know, um, something about this, this tunneling, all this stuff, it's kept us alive for three years. And how the human heart longs for hope and purpose. Yeah. And these guys who, they had nothing. They had, not only did they not have the convenience of like hot water, they had nothing in this mission to escape, to be free, um, kept them alive. Yeah. Same, this is a different movie, but you read um, Unbroken about Louis Zamperini from Laura. Uh, Hildebrand wrote this book about him and how he survived this concentration camp in Japan. It's nuts. But there's something about the hope the idea that like we can survive, we, we can get through this. Better things are yet to come. Yeah. And it's not from like a we'll, we'll have a bigger car and we'll have you know. Let's just it. It's deeper than just save now so you can have more later. Yeah. Right. It, it's that there's there's a life worth persevering for, mm-hmm. and we're gonna, we and we have to do this together. No one can do this by themselves. Yeah. They'll go insane. Um, so anyway, that's that's the 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 next movie. Nice. The Great Escape. Um, Sorry, that one took a long time, but... I'm... You really like to explain these oh, things. sorry. Keep going, man. The Great Escape is a great movie. Well, actually, hold on. How many more do you have? One more. Okay, go. So, The Last of the Mohicans, The Great Escape. Any guesses on the third movie? Oh, boy. This is a movie I with, genuinely enjoy. I haven't seen it for a while, but genuinely you? enjoy. No, I have no guesses. With I don't me. know what... Okay, so, Prime Prejudice. Oh, my right? gosh, yeah, I would not have guessed that. And here's why. All right, so, so people... I'm not... People, there's different variations of Pride and Prejudice. There's Prejudice or Prejudiced? Prejudice, sorry. <laughs> um, don't be prejudiced about the way I said it. <laughs> um, so anyway, Jane Austen book turned into several movies. What I like about this story is that um, humility it reveals how humility is of the utmost importance. How oftentimes we will come into a room or a situation and how we perceive things is not how they are. And people who we think this is their motive or that's their motive, like we need to we need to, to slow down and be a little more humble with how we approach things and people. Um, and that I think that in the story, so it's about all these sisters who are marrying all these different guys and the main sister character marries the main lead character, male character, Mr. Darcy, and he's like this bajillionaire, right, with all this money and power, but she misreads him and all this stuff. But the point is, like, sh- you have to give people a chance to, to open up to you and to begin to understand them, right? So you're valuing them, not your perception of them, not the mm. cultural perception of them. You're, you're giving them that space. And then you also see, as the sisters are marrying different people, kind of different class and all these things, like, there's just a joy and a, a happiness with a satisfaction with their station in life. You know, like, she's not marrying Mr. Darcy because he's a super billionaire or whatever. And the other sister is marrying this. You know, it's just like there's there's a contentment of the relationship. Yeah. And oftentimes we think, I need the relationship and I need the position, instead of trying to find satisfaction in a marriage in the relationship. Yeah. yeah. And working towards a healthy relationship where you understand, you give each other a, the the benefit of the doubt. Um, and then there's just like crazy things happen in life. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you just kind of plot along, and sometimes, man. Crazy stuff happens. This person marries someone. This thing happens, or whatever. So okay. So yeah. ma- main themes from each of those movies that that you picked up on. No, no, no. I'm asking you. What would you say the main themes are that tie back to that Christian worldview? Since that's really what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. So Give I, it to me. I think with with Last Mohicans, this idea that your life has purpose and you need to live with intentionality. Okay. Right. So you need to be try to be as clear as you can with why you're living life, and then just 
be clear about that and live consistent with that. Yeah. Right. Um, that might be a, a big abstraction, but that's where that's where I take that from. Yeah. Um, with the last Mohicans again, this idea of per, of hope and perseverance and 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 community. We talked a little bit about that with the TV yeah. shows, but like you're going to go through hard things. You need to persevere. You need to know what your hope is, and, and it's in Christ. There's no other hope, right? Because yeah. just because you survive the camp, you're gonna die and spend eternity somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then you need to surround yourself with people who. Who believe in that too, and or will help you in that. Um, and I think pride and prejudice is just about humility and contentment. Yeah, you know. And, and for some people, you know, but but they weren't looking for all the the things to hit all their lists. They're looking to be find someone they can be content with, be humble with. And then sometimes you marry someone who's not that well off. Yeah, right? yeah. Sometimes you marry someone who's very well off, and all these things happen. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because you're content. So, yeah, I like that. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Man, I feel like I've been talking for you an have, hour and a half. Yeah, we really should ping pong. We should have gone back that's and forth. Because now, gonna now I'm going to, well, you could have spoken up. This is your program, too, baby. You should have just said, you know what, Rob, I got a better idea. You know what, Rob, let's wrap this. <laughs> <laughs> no, Rob, I got a better idea. Let's, let's just cut it. No, right I, here. I didn't think about it. Okay, so. Okay. You got a Mount Rushmore. Yeah, with, so, so. Do you know the presidents who are on Mount Rushmore? No, I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't tell you all of them. No. Do you? I think so. You want, I mean, go ahead and share. You there's Washington. Many? There's Lincoln. FDR? No. Okay, it was... good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt. Okay. And So I was right about a Roosevelt, but it's it Theo. <laughs> That's right. It was Ted. It was Ted. Um, and then, so this is the last one, and I could be wrong, but I think it's Grant. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Look it up. You start. Okay, so I, I have... Two that are, man, I can say so many. So um, let me just do this. Let me say sports-wise. Oh, yeah. Sport, sports sport movies. movies. Um, yeah. We've got, I've got three. Oh, I was so wrong. Who was it? Yeah, I was wrong on that one. Go ahead, share. Jefferson. Oh, man. I think Probably it, not. I think it might have been, well, anyway, I'm not going to talk about when it was started, the whole project, yeah. but go ahead. Um. They'll all be canceled eventually. They'll tear that thing down. <laughs> but all that. Did you say, ever watch Richie Rich? The movie no. Richie Rich with your kid. We're talking about movies. Yeah. Anyway, in, in the movie Richie Rich, which is about this kid who's like a bajillionaire, his dad is making their own family Mount Rushmore. Like all the three, the mom, dad, and the kid, and their faces being carved out of the, the stone, and it's being done with this giant laser. And it, anyway, maybe think about that because you talk about canceling and destroying it. That's what happens yeah. to uh, Richie Rich. Anyway. Yeah. So movies, sports movies, sports. We've got um, Field of Dreams. Oh yeah, remember the Titans? Okay, and the Natural. All right. So those three for me. Yes. Really hit home. Field of Dreams uh, story about it's a dream. There you go. If you build it, they will come. If you build it, he will come. Um, so this this guy just didn't have a great relationship with his father, and his father was um, on the. Chicago White Sox mm-hmm. during the scandal, World Series scandal, where they throw the series against the Yankees, and um, it's it's focused on that, but it's really a story of redemption between a son and a father, mm-hmm. and it's it's really a wonderful story. Yes. And then, um, the natural, the natural, the natural, the oh shucks, the main character, his name is slipping my mind right now. The actor, the name, the movie, the it's name. It's Robert Redford. Yeah, but the name. I don't know the the character's name is slipping my mind, but man, this guy he, his career just goes up and down, mm-hmm. and 
Mm-hmm. He makes a comeback at a late age and against all odds um, has some some success. Yes. And it's it's got a great soundtrack. I mean, classic soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really about, it's very similar to um, what you're talking about with The Great Escape, like this grit and endurance or yeah. last Mohicans or what it was. Um, very much so. Yeah. Themes in that as well. And then Remember the Titans, just seeing people from polar opposites in terms of um, who you would typically hang out with because it mm. was the yeah. racial divide. DC Williams, yeah, yeah the um, African-Americans and whites integration and coming together to accomplish something greater than themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, we see a lot of diversity within the Church of God mm-hmm. and them coming together for something greater than themselves to magnify Christ yeah. and to build up the body. Um, so that's sports movies. Yeah. And then wow. recently... We have genres. <laughs> dude, I like I, this. I like well, this. Well, I've been going through The Hobbit, and I've been going through... Yeah. We just started Fellowship of the Ring last night, and man, those movies are so Do you great. you own those movies, or how are you watching those? We stream them. I think we okay. might own them, too. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think we own The Hobbit ones. I think we own Lord okay. of the Rings ones. Okay. But man, so good. And there's so many themes in yes. Lord of the Rings. Yes. I mean, it is it is meant to, to be a Christian-type story. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But it's most explicitly put on display in the third movie with Return of the King. The King yeah. is coming back. Yeah. Preached out of Mark 13 this last week, and I titled it The Return of the King. Yeah. Jesus and you're the Lord of the Rings. Return. Eh, I wouldn't say that. I mean, when you get some <laughs> no, more, I know what you're talking about. When, you walk, through, when yeah. you walk through the, the sports complex. <laughs> exactly. When I shoot hoops from time to time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Lord of the Rings, tremendous. Phenomenal. That's yeah. true. The, I mean, the, the battle of darkness mm-hmm. and light. Right. And darkness seeming to have the final say and then light coming in and overtaking yeah. and winning and a king who was low right and fought this battle mm-hmm. um is now exalted to his proper place yeah. and goodness takes over i mean it's just a picture of the gospel um and then recently what was the oh i had another one another genre or another movie no, it was just another movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. It was, I guess it was a genre, actually. Um, Christopher Nolan films in I general. was going to say, I, when, I, when are those coming out? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love Christopher Nolan films. And <laughs> I don't even have like a theological category for it, aside from the wonder of like, what is happening? Mm. Like, it, it almost makes you feel small. Yeah. Because yeah. these scenarios are going on that are unlike anything you've considered before yeah maybe not a great theological category well no i think so i haven't seen the the one that came out last year or 2021 Um, tenant tenant you gotta see that okay so i have not seen that yet i do want to but um i tend to um (laughs) but there is an element i think exactly what you're saying of the way the world like you just think you know how the world operates yeah you've been in it you've you've been raised in it you see like commerce and economics and work and labor and all these things but there's an element to it that does that, that's so far beyond our grasp we can't see it it's like yeah. someone has pulled back the veil yeah it, not even like the sense of the matrix when you take this pill or take that pill mm-hmm. but like everything's still happening but you're you're just seeing it from like a perspective of man, some of this stuff is insane yeah right yeah and, and not just like a well from my perspective it's insane no like it's insane yeah and and so i think that's what one of the things i appreciate just how it does reveal 
you think you know how the world works. You mm-hmm. think you know how things are going to go. It's like you, you don't. Yeah, you don't. A pattern isn't it, a pattern. Yeah. Right? And and the thing about all this, whether it be the shows, whether it be the movies, is that we are drawn to good stories. And I know churches will have like these series where they base their series off of movies, which I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of. But, but you're see, a little bit of a fan of it. <laughs> well, I see what they're doing because it is true yeah. that we are drawn to good yeah. stories. And the reason that we are drawn to those good stories right. is because there's a greater story taking place that has mm. these themes that we just Man. don't we don't put it together. We think, oh, I'm a Christian, right. so I, I should read this or I should go to church. But we don't think right. about it much more right. past that. The greatest story... Yeah. It's the story of redemption between God and his people. Right. And all these themes that we see in these various different movies are displayed on a heightened level right. with God and his people. Mm-hmm. We've just grown bo- bored with it because we right. have such access to it and we've heard it. Mm-hmm. And it's just a reminder that as we are in the beginning of 2022, yeah. to, to be reminded of the, the awe right. of the story of redemption that yeah. has taken place yeah. between... The king mm-hmm. and wicked re- rebels such as ourselves yes. that he has gone yeah. to great lengths to restore us that he's gone to great lengths to make right what was made wrong he's gone mm-hmm. through great lengths to sustain us and and keep us faithful and keep right. us to pursue and give us purpose behind our lives all of these themes that we've yeah. discussed they take place mm-hmm. on a greater level than we tend to even realize but we love these these shows we love these movies we yeah. love the idea of camaraderie and community and a place where everybody knows your name like these things are reality yes it's just a matter of are you satisfied in what that story really is or are you trying to yeah. find satisfaction in your own story or in, in someone else's story right well i think if you if you yeah, you watch. I mean, Lord of the Rings is the longest of all these movies that we mentioned, right? It's yeah. There's multiple hours and there's multiple movies, but you think about what's transpiring. It's it's going over the course of years, mm-hmm. right? It, it's the the trilogy of the Lord of the Rings happens in years, and we watch it in mere hours. Yeah, and you forget, like the just the days after day of just Sam and Frodo like marching through, like to Mordor. Yeah, it's just it's just rock and gray, and they have. Like dried out, you know, graham crackers in this yeah. golem thing. Like that—that's just the monotony of that. Uh-huh. Or the or the the battle, the, the days between the battles from Helm's Deep, you know, to to, to the next battle in the Return of the King. Like just seasons are passing, like day after day, traversing miles, and there we just don't see that in the story as much. Yeah. And I feel like that's the part of that just remembering that we watch it. They're like, yeah, they're, they're just, there's days of nothingness, just working, tending. And I think that's, this is one of the blessings of so much language in the New Testament is um, agricultural, hmm. right? Because you, you, you cannot, you can't rush these things. Yeah, yeah. You cannot microwave these things. You have to be patient and you, you have to plant. Yeah. You have to prepare the field. You have to plant the field. You have to water and, and provide irrigation, and, and then you have to harvest it. And and the harvest is the harvest. Mm-hmm. Like you can't skip out on it. Yeah. And you can't improve it. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Um, and I think that so many times we don't want to tend to the field, or we don't want to put in the days traveling to Mordor or whatever, right? But yet that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. So keep on trucking. 
Yeah, that's good. That's good. Guys, if you want uh, more info on Simple Theology, head over to simpletheology.org. In the meantime, this is our second attempt at this format, Mm. and hopefully you're enjoying it. If you are, please leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, whatever it is, Um, Google, I don't know, there's tons of them out there, so whatever it is. Just leave us a rating if you would, five stars. That would be very helpful. And thank you very Mm. much to those who have already left a rating and those who support us on Patreon and Buy Me a Coffee. Um, Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, guys. Um, Also, if you have some topics that you would like us to discuss on this, because, I mean, the topic options have just exploded (laughs) (laughs) now that we're doing it this way. Um, Just... Shoot us a shoot us an email at info at simpletheology.org or you can go to our website simpletheology.org and you can throw out a suggestion on there. And just stay tuned to hear more about Rob's weight loss journey. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace out. Bye.